It's the creepy Kentuckian here. B plan in the house. Woo! FT3 to the B is back. It's the Hot Bowls reunion bowls. Yeah. We, I just saw a picture of that Dana had of the uh, hype boys at NXT. Right. <laughs> Raised some hell in a little bit to Broadband Arena a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. We was about ready to jump, uh, to jump the gate over there and take somebody out. Yeah, I was going to take the Velveteen Dream out. We fought better of it. That was actually a really yeah. killer show. And there's all kinds I, of big names like. That, oh, yeah. Yeah, that were. I, I've been kicking myself ever since. Uh, you know, they had the autograph poster for like $75, and I thought that was crazy expensive. But try to get that yeah. shit now. Yeah. You know? But anyway, we do have a show we're going to be doing. Um we had Sleepy on live on YouTube uh, a couple of days ago, so we got the archive version of the Sliptastic Voyage, the return of the mic check. And um, we had some new tidbits that we were going to divulge on this opening segment here. I mean, there's a few things to talk about uh, since then that have went on. And, uh, yeah, did you hear that? I heard something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, system sounds. You know, it's yeah, kind of unprofessional. I'll admit. But um, before we get into that, it's been about a month since we did a podcast style show. So I'm thinking one podcast show per month, and it, we should be good. See the super we, show. See if we can do a uh, one monthly super show like a Clash of Champions, <laughs> and. Uh, see how that rolls because you know i'm fine doing this other stuff and uh doing a lot of on uh youtube and you know just keeping the name out there but, i saw that uh, the video was monetized that's right we're doing this so if we keep up the same rate we're going which hopefully there'll be more you know we'll get more more people back hydroponic made a return um, on the live show, he was there, and I'm like, I haven't seen, I haven't thought of that name in years, but it's awesome because um, it takes me back there, you know, like the singing Blue Jays sing about. It's the magic is back, guys. It, it, you know, it kind of is. Like, I definitely, I think the the show that we did with Felcher, which you guys will hear the um, most of it a little bit later on on this show, 
it really felt like old times. And I think uh, Uncle Bill was on there for two hours. Okay, so that should tell you something. And he went through multiple headsets. He did. His head's that big now. So any PayPal donations that come our way in the next couple of weeks, that will all go towards a a quality wire headset for Uncle (laughs) Bill so he don't have to worry about charging it. He can just plug the damn thing in. Mm. So... But we got a couple things that uh, I thought would be fun for Steve and I to uh, the B plan, because a lot of people were asking Steve, "Where are you at?" You know, and I'm like, "We did, we did, we've been doing reviews and shit. Are you not watching that?" Yeah, well, evidently not. But uh, we've done the Creep Show yep. season uh, one review, and uh, we talked to Slippy about season two possibilities and stuff like that a little bit later on. Uh, but we also um, did the Unsolved Mysteries Season 1 Part 1, the Netflix Unsolved Mysteries. So All right. we got that on there, but hell, this is the first time Steve's back in aureal form. Audio. Yeah. I'm very good looking on audio. Yeah, me too. <laughs> we're, we're the audio stud muffins of yes. War Talk Radio. I got my neck brace on with a bow tie. So, yeah, there's a lot of uh, big announcements on titles and stuff, and I figured that that would be uh, one of the things that we could mention on here. Scream Factory, they announced all kinds of shit. Um, They're doing, evidently, and I didn't really even know this until these came out, the new steelbooks that are coming out of Motel Hell and Pumpkinhead. Okay, they're not just the new packaging. The steelbooks, evidently, I don't know if it was always this way or if it's just starting. The steelbooks are Hmm. 4K remastered transfers. So Ah. they're better transfers than the initial uh, releases. Motel Hell came out probably about four, three or four years ago. Pumpkinhead, I guess, was a little bit after that. Um, But they did announce those. And, um, Pumpkinhead is one that I did not pick up on Blu-ray, so I may actually check that one out if the price is right. Well. I might come on down. Hmm. That's news. Will you be picking any of those? Did you get the original releases of those, Steve? I got a DVD of Pumpkinhead. I, I I got the Arrow version of Motel Hell. I think I'm pretty happy with those. I don't really, not two, not my uh, two of my you know favorites that I have to redo or re re uh, yeah. yeah double dip again. Pumpkinhead's one of those movies that visually it's cool looking and everything, but once the movie gets to a certain point, I kind of lose interest in it. I mean, to me, it was almost. I saw it on HBO. I think, and it, it kind of seemed like it, almost like a made-for-HBO movie. Uh, I mean, obviously, the creature and everything is really good. Yeah, um, which I don't know. I haven't seen the Blu-ray or anything. I have the DVD as well. It's probably the same one that you've got. Um, yeah. The um, I don't know how well a transfer like that would look on... Uh, you know, in 4K remastered style, like it, it, I'm like you. It's kind, it kind of has a, a 
direct-to-video HBO original movie type look throughout a lot, at least the daytime scenes in it, you know. But it's got a, it's weird to explain because it's not one of my favorites, but it's got a cool vibe to it, that movie does. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, something to revisit every five, ten years. It's probably been a long time yeah. since I've watched it. Yeah, but I mean, it'd be cool around, I mean, it's called Pumpkinhead, so yeah. you can't go wrong with that around Halloween. How about Pumpkinhead Blood Wings? Ooh, baby, let me tell you something, Pumpkinhead. That's my favorite yeah. movie, baby. Double feature. So, um... One another one that um, and I follow this group on Facebook and I've gotten a lot of information from them so I want to give them a little shout out shout out. It's a Dawn of the Discs on Facebook. Any damn yeah. announcement you can go through there and hell for. But um, another one that just came out announcement wise, and it's coming in September from NSM Records. Evidently, this is a German release. That's the deal with that. So, Ghoulies go to college, baby. It's coming Woo! to Blu-ray desk. There you go. And it looks like a Ghoulies box set is on on the uh, slate as well. Ghoulies 1, 2, and 3. And it's coming in a, uh, uh, the, 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 the casing's like a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and you pull, the, you pull the Blu-rays out of the toilet. And the Blu-rays are uh, termed. Yeah, they look like turds. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they're also doing the Snake Eater movies with Lorenzo Lamas. Jesus, <laughs> I completely forgot about them. Fuck. <laughs> oh shit! Doggies. Isn't uh, Bam Bam Bigelow in one of those movies? I think he's probably in the first one. I remember him in one of them. I can't remember if it was it was either one or two. Yeah, they used to show those on the Joe Bob Drive-In, and I actually did rent them. It may have been three, actually. I'm looking at the covers on here. It does look like Bam Bam Bigelow on the cover of three. Maybe it is three. Hmm. I don't know. I just remember the VHS and Bam Bam Bigelow was on the cover of that, and uh, I don't know if I've ever seen that movie. <laughs> But I remember Bam Bam Bigelow was in one of them. And he says, when he comes in, he just says it. He says, Bam Bam! (laughs) When he comes in the scene. Wow. There is that. Um, Also, Steve, you've probably already made this purchase, or you may have bought it before it even went on sale, like... On the Criterion sale, the Bruce Lee collection, his greatest hits, is also on sale on Amazon for sixty-two forty-nine. I just got it. Just got it in my hands today from Ooh, Amazon. Baby, Bruce Lee, the collection. Ooh. You're gonna be dancing around. I'll be getting my nunchucks out and swinging them upside someone's head. So that's not a Brad Price considering like how many movies is in that. Like you've got Yeah, they Yeah, they got different versions of Air of the Dragon. Yeah. Way Way of the Dragon as well. Yep. And then Fist of Fury, uh Game of Death, and 
I think, Ooh. yeah, that's that's it. And then probably no, some Dr. The Big shit. Boss, man. Oh, I forgot about the Big Boss. The Big Boss, man. If yeah. you ever take a trip down to Cobb County, Georgia, <laughs> gonna you meet the man. He'll make you serve law and order or something like that. Big Bubba. Big Bubba, no trouble. <laughs> so, um, but I guess the biggest announcement of uh, the week is, and we'll talk about this a little bit, the Friday the 13th collection. Again, on Blu-ray Death, baby. Mm. From um, Scream Factory, Shout Factory, whatever you want to call it. So what do you think about it? Are you going to be purchasing it yet again, Steve? No. <laughs> you going to let Dana purchase it, or is Dana even getting it? Yes. I'm sure she can't resist anything like that. Well, I'm the same way. I mean, the thing is, is when I see... When I saw that damn packaging, there was no chance of me not getting that. Like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and the thing is, is the price is not... I don't think the price is too bad, simply because the posters that are coming with it, there's two posters coming with it. I can sell those both for probably close to 100 bucks. So, then I'd only be paying 60 bucks for the whole box set. So... But anyway, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I watched your discussion with Felcher, and I the only thing intriguing about it to me would be the uh, real 3D of Part Three. Who let the dogs out? Who? They're not out. They're in, unfortunately. No, maybe you need to let them out in then. another room. So, um. There's all kinds of extras and stuff on this. A lot that we've already had, but there are some new stuff. I think the big news is they're doing 4K remasters, the first four films, which is very cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the It's, um, what is it, uh, part, it's Jason Goes to Hill in 2K. So you have that. Um, but yeah, I mean, they've got in these sets... Um, Radio spots, TV spots, all that stuff. And they're yet, uh, most of these, this is, there's more extra still to come. So a lot of this stuff that they, um, they can't announce yet, but I'm thinking you'll have like even more documentary. And somebody was asking too, there's a Amy Steele podcast interview on, um, Friday the 13th part two. Um, as of right now, that's not our interview. That's not to say we may have um, have something on there at some points. We've not been told for sure it can happen, but the ones that they were wanting the most, I don't think that they can use just due to um, them being passed away and they have to get um, where it's a big studio. We were told that they have to get like yeah yeah a sign off on it. So well, I look forward to my uh, uh, complimentary. Uh uh, set coming. Oh yeah, I look forward to that too. Yeah, you can you pass know, it on. It's like I look forward to winning the lottery. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, there's a lot of um, they're, they're doing the 3D version of Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, which is neat. I mean, it's kind of 
since they're not making 3D TVs anymore, I don't, I'm kind of surprised that they did that. I guess the people that still have the 3D TVs yeah. uh, from, from three or four years ago, they can watch it. Is your TV 3D? I, got, I still got one. Okay. So, and then a, a, P, a PlayStation is a has the capability of playing the 3D. So I'm cool. I'm, I'm ready to go whenever, you know, if they want to. If I if Dana does get it, I can uh, we can check it out. Yeah, I've got a 3D Blu-ray player, but I'm almost positive that that TV we got in there isn't a 3D TV. Oh yeah, I mean, it's after a, a while, that was the end of that. No, I mean yeah. that's it's bigger than in Europe than it is here. So a lot of people, you know, import them from from the UK, the discs and stuff. So well, I mean, you can get 3D. Uh, what they have them at the Dollar Tree now, 3D Blu-rays. So yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I lo- pretty much all the big special features from the past box sets going to be on there. Um, none of the uncut. The only thing that's uncut is, and this is for the first time on on Blu-ray at least. This Jason Hotel's uncut. They released it uncut on DVD. So, right. But I mean, if you want to look at all these extras and stuff on here, um. I mean, there's, it's full of extras. Uh, so we talked to Felcher a little bit later on about that. He had nothing to do with this particular set, but we go into, you know, just how long they've been working on this and how Scream Factory was pretty um, impressed that it didn't get out until pre-order links come up earlier this week. And we knew, and it did, it was the same day, they made the announcements the day that those uh, those links went out for all that stuff, the Steelbooks and the Friday the 13th set and all that. And last I'd heard, um, they, they're doing that limited edition poster thing that Scream Factory always does where, um, you know, you can buy these posters. And I don't have interest in that shit. I'm glad that <laughs> I don't because I don't have any wall space left for this stuff. So... Good thing to do with Screen Factory is grab the limited edition from them. You'll pay a little bit more, but you'll be able to sell that um, all day long, you know, once it's sold out. This October, you can almost name your price on those posters. Hmm. So, a little bit of word of advice for you. Stay all right. Keep a, you might want to bleep all that out. You so want to keep on dancing, you <laughs> you got you got to admit though, man, that artwork on that set is pretty badass. There's a high res yeah. uh, versions of it up on the Dead Pit Facebook page. Yep, yeah, I uh, I've I saw it. Looks looks nifty. It's awful pretty. <laughs> so um, also, which we didn't really go into detail on. Um, I didn't have the information in front of me. On the um, the Vestron video, the Return of Vestron videos collector series, after almost two years absent, uh, there I said absent, absent. Yeah, you did. <laughs> absent is something else you don't want to you don't want to mess with. Nah. But it's coming in. Um, these two uh, movies are coming in September. Um, Shivers, which is the first uh, David Cronenberg, David David Cronenberg baby. His very first uh, feature-length film. And they announced some of the special features on that. Uh, brand new audio commentary with writer-director David Cronenberg and co-producer 
Carl Commodi. Um, Commodi. Another separate interview, Mind Over Matter, with uh, David Cronenberg. Uh, Lynn Lowry interview, which Lynn Lowry, this was one of her very early movies. This is a film from 1975. Um, mm-hmm. and it's way ahead of its time. It was like a... It was the inspiration for Night of the Creeps, pretty much. I can guarantee that. Um, with, 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 yeah, well, with more sexy sex stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of bizarre... <laughs> It's been a long time since I've seen it, so I'm excited about uh, checking it out because it's pretty impossible to track down officially here in the U.S. at least. Like, I know there was a DVD of it that came out right when DVD first came out, but I think it was released overseas, but unless you have a... Yeah, I think Dana might have a Blu-ray that. I'm not sure. From Arrow. I thought Arrow put it out. Yeah, I think they put it out in the U.K., but, um, yeah, I mean, some other interviews with uh, makeup effects, stuff like that. So that's going to be a good one. Did you pre-order that one? No. What the fuck's wrong with you, Steve? I'm not. it. I mean, I've seen it. It's it's cool, but I don't. it's not something I need to go rush out and get. I bet Dana bought it, didn't she? Uh, probably not yet, but I, <laughs> I, 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 I usually try not to tell her stuff. That I find because she will go crazy and buy it. Let me tell you something, man. The artwork on both of these is badass, I think. I love Shivers. So Yeah, I, I think I saw that. that one. It looked pretty good. Yeah. But that's me a slither. Yeah, but it Slither ripped Shivers off. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they yeah, you got it the other way around. Sliver reminds well, yeah. you of Shivers. Try to say that exactly five times fast. Um, also, um, little monsters, Steve, this is one that I uh-huh. know you're a big fan of, uh, from, uh, no, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lot older than you. So no, I not a big fan of little monsters. Are you kidding me? This is one, no. one of Sarah's favorites. That shit came out when I was like 16. I think it was 86 or something, wasn't it? Or later. I think it was, it was filmed like a year or two before it came out because, and we talk about this with Sleepy. Goes into detail about um, this was originally a, a, a Vestron title back in the day, uh, but it was during uh, their bankruptcy. Yeah. So it took a year or two for it to come out. I think MGM come out with it or something like that. But anyway, right. um, they got some really cool features here. They got a new interview with Howie Mandel uh, from Deal or No Deal. I know you. you I hope he does that thing where he puts that rubber glove over his head and blows it up. Yeah, he could. (laughs) I hope so. Um, but yeah, lots of new interviews on that audio commentary, um, isolated score, which you don't see that a lot. And have you noticed that? Like, um, they did that in the early days of DVD. They did isolated score. Anchor Bay did that a lot. And, um, you could easily rip it from the DVD too. Uh, if you had a DVD ROM, you could rip the score. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean that, that's just kind of a, a lost art anymore, which I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, all these come out in September. I'm, these are only twelve ninety nine a piece. It's a real, it's like the price was cut in half on it. Little Monsters artwork is really awesome too. I thought they did a really good job on that as well. So I guess that's the um, 
the big release announcements. That's 20, 20 plus minutes worth of that. So bonus yeah, audio. Bonus baby. So what we're gonna do, we're gonna do this old school. We're gonna take a oh. commercial break, Steve. And when we come back, we're gonna have the sliptastic voyage, the sleepy interview. And after that, stay stay tuned right here on Dead Pins. Yeah. We're gonna talk about a horror convention that's going on right now this weekend. Yes. And some of the drama, and uh-huh. wouldn't you know drama with a horror convention that has occurred. Um, and we're not even, I mean, we're recording this on a Thursday night. So who knows what in the hell is going to happen the rest of this weekend coming up. So um, we want to get to our interview. It's a long one with Slippy. Michael Felcher from Red Shirt Pictures. After this break, here on Dead Pit. You won't believe the people listening to deadpit.com this summer. Takashi McCabe. Uwe Ball. Ich bin regular shitty film. Ich bin seitdem I'm on deadpit.com regular. Zelda Rubenstein. Caroline, I know you're dead, but you can listen to deadpit.com, Caroline. Eli Roth. I love talking about hostel. The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. I tell you, baby, deadpit.com is my favorite place for the horror talk radio, if you will. And Ethel. Oh, shit. Who the fuck are you and what the fuck do you want? We're deadpit.com. watching one of your auctions and somebody asked you about like um video conferencing you said you didn't want to do that i think right like that wasn't something yeah i mean the problem with some of that video conferencing stuff is that the quality is just really unreliable and you can you know with some connections it's fine others it's just you can't really i don't know i've been reluctant to really pursue that as an archival thing just because like for right now, like for example, on this, you're you're you know Uncle Bill's coming through fine, uh, whereas Wes is not so much. Uh, so it would be kind of a it's one of those situations where it's like it's just a crapshoot if you can get a, a decent connection and usually the audio's not very good. And I don't know, I, I've just been, I have been yeah, I've been reluctant to using Zoom and stuff like that to conduct interviews with just because I don't, 
I don't know. It's just not a format that I'm I'm very comfortable in terms of using as a something that's going to be on a disc permanently. Yeah, I don't think the technology is there yet for like for audio. It is you're fine with audio, but when it comes to you know HD video and stuff actually looking good on a yeah on a disc, it's not there. Maybe in five years or so it will be, but. Well, yeah. It may, yeah, it may be. And then the bandwidth just isn't there for a lot of people in terms of their internet connections and stuff like that. I mean, I have fiber optic here and it still gives me problems. So, you know, a lot of people I'm dealing with, like, you know, I want to talk to someone they're in Bozeman, Montana. Well, I don't know what kind of internet connection they're going to have that isn't basically a hamster and a wheel with a crank on it. And it's like, okay, I don't think I'm going to be able to record. That's kind of what I have. We got we got Southern Link in Eastern Kentucky, boys. It don't get any better than that. Not quality service. So, yeah, it's, the, it's a format that has its value, but I'm still, I don't know, I'm still a little reluctant with it. But, you know, we'll see what ends up happening. So, yeah, go ahead. Well, I want to get started here on, on a couple things, though. But it, I was looking at my shelf um today and i was like i remember vividly it was it was one of these conventions we went to like horror hound or something like that the night of the i think it was saturday night we were hunting down these discs and it's funny that you were with us yeah yeah. Yeah, these were like sought after discs yeah yeah. and i'm like how many walmarts we went to i don't remember how many it was but we went from walmart to walmart and we were going through those now that almost gives me like a nightmare to think of us just dumpster diving Walmart DVD bins. Yeah. God only knows what genetic soup we were going through. Um, <laughs> you can't do it now. Dream of doing that. I wouldn't dream of doing that now with a hazmat suit on. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I forget how many different Walmarts in the in the area that we drove to try to find those fucking things. And uh, did we? We weren't even successful, were we? Did we find any? I don't think so. I found this was the big one. This was the one with um, waxwork and uh, yeah, yeah. This is the one everyone was wanting, but I think the one that we had found a lot of had had blood diner on it, right? So, but the the thing I was looking at that was I was looking through these and I was like, okay, that's best drawn. That's best drawn. That pretty much all these, um, which I get, yeah, yeah. So much, yeah. I mean. my whatever copies of those I had, I don't have anymore because it was like, yeah, we've done all the ones we're going to do on this. We've done all the ones we're going to do on this. And so, yeah, we picked those pretty, pretty clean actually. Yeah. I mean, the only one um, I can think of that didn't get anything unless I'm just overlooking it's Bride of Reanimator that's on one of these discs. Well, Bride of Reanimator isn't there anymore. The, the rights to that don't uh, art with lines. That's back with Bride Usna. And I think Arrow's re-released that already anyway. So, Oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Less, less changed since those days. Yeah, I mean it's kind of wild because almost all of these, um, sundown was that was not that wasn't one. We did a DVD of that. We haven't done a Blu-ray of that yet, uh, but okay. that is over there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean a lot of these um, since we last talked to you have come out and you've done extras for these, so it's been. Uh-oh. We were talking, it's been like four and a half years, I think, since we had you on any, well, we haven't really done a show in that time, really, but. No, no, yeah, it's been, I think, 2016, sometime in there, maybe, it was when we did it last, I can't, right. when we brought up doing this again, it's like, 
Oh yeah, we haven't done one of those since. Oh shit! When? A while. It's yeah, it was, been a while. Yeah, it was the last show. You were on our last show. That's what I was telling. Uh, we decided to take right in the middle of a national pandemic to do yeah. another one because yeah, you know, yeah, like there'll that. be a lot of stuff coming out right now. All right, it's time for the band to get back together. Great. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's fucking dying, but let's do that shit. That's awesome. <laughs> We're gonna talk yeah. about the race. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's something you still enjoy. It is one thing you can still enjoy. So. Right, and it's yeah. I mean, granted, it's getting to be you know two steps closer to the last of us out there, but uh, it's you know we're we're doing we're just, we're still doing okay. So yeah, I mean, why not get into Blu-rays? Is is as good a distraction as anything else, really. True. I've got some yeah. of the uh, Vestron titles that you that you worked on. I, of course, I had to have like Blood Diner and stuff like that. But which were the ones like out of those that you remember that were actually like the most fun? Oh, the one the Vestron titles for me that were the most fun. One was the Unholy, uh, which is oddly enough because it's not one of my favorite movies uh, that I worked on, but I got to really interview people that talked a lot about, you know, the composer or the, one of the guys who was the writer, I think one of the writers and the producers had also done the original score for it that was rejected and thrown out at the last minute. And he still had his tapes of his score. So I was able to include that on the Blu-ray and the original ending, which the producer had. So then we got to really get into a lot of the, you know, cause that movie went through a lot of changes. And so that one was really satisfying for me. And the other one that was really, really great was Maximum Overdrive. Oh yeah. Uh, I had a blast doing that because I got to go down to Wilmington for a week and a half and, you know, see all the locations and talk to a lot of people that were down there and got taken out to this location uh, of a guy who was uh, uh, one of the construction people on the set and it takes me way out to this, like, like in the, in just the outskirts of uh, Wilmington, it's this big wooded location. It's like a mile off the main road. We drive up and we get out of the car and sitting there, just gathering dust in the woods is one of the three green goblin heads just lying there. And I'm just like, well, I know what we're going to be using for the background of these interviews. And so it was just, you know, getting to see stuff like that and meeting some of the model makers who still had some of the little cars that were on the bridge from the opening, like the little ACDC van and stuff like that. Yeah, It was a blast. It was, that one for me was one of the best, uh, one of my favorite DVD experiences of the past. I don't know, seven or eight years was the maximum overdrive. I really enjoyed doing that one a lot. I actually got that one too. And it's an amazing version of the movie. It's also probably got one of the best artwork. Oh, that, yeah. That was a, a, a situation where I've never liked any of the poster arts that have ever been done for that movie. I mean, the theatrical poster is cool, but it's not a DVD cover. Uh, so, and all the other ones have been okay. Uh, even the one we did at Anchor Bay, I liked, which used the Italian artwork that was done for it. it. was good, but I was just like, so I told Lionsgate, I said, can we get custom artwork done for this? And they said, okay. And so I went to Justin Osborne, and I said, look, I don't want a black, dark, like a night cover. I want something during the day, because most of the movie, a lot of the movies are during the day, and I want that Green Goblin face, like right there in the center of it. And he came back with his artwork, and I was like, oh, okay, that's it. That's by far and then my friend mike who used to be the head of uh, graphics at anchor bay i wanted that classic chrome logo but if you ever yeah. looked at the old versions of the logo it's weird it, it comes comes 
it's 3D, but it comes in from the side. And it was just like, why is it not coming straight from the center? So he had to redesign the whole logo based on the original, and he gave me that. So it was it was perfect. So I, when, I, when we put it all together, it was just like, oh, yeah, this cover is, this cover is dope. Wasn't there... So wasn't there a cover that just had like Stephen King, um, almost like a puppet uh, or like a man? Yeah, well, that, was a, that was the theatrical poster. It's like the side of a of a truck that he's bursting through, and it's his head, and he's got like uh, you know the little cross for the you know puppets to marionette, and it's it's that's the theatrical poster, and it's a it's a good cover as a poster is concerned, but as a DVD cover, it just doesn't. It didn't make the impact I felt that it needed. So the what Justin did is by far I think the best cover that movie's ever had. And he's done a couple. He did Dagon for us and he did just did Little Monsters, uh, which is uh, coming up finally. That is a really that's a really cool cover too. That's a hell of a yeah. sound. <laughs> we'll talk about that as well, definitely. That's what I was gonna um, say. Um, yeah. Little Monsters the, and Shippers were into, that's the longest gestation period for two projects I've ever had. Because I actually finished up most of that stuff last year. And uh, it's just been Lionsgate trying to get back. Because, you know, they had a lot of other stuff going on. There's been a lot of uh, stuff, people moving around over there. And it was just, it was hard for them to, to focus to get those out. But they were really dedicated, especially my manager over there, was really dedicated to getting those out. And now they're they're done. And thank God for that, at least. So... They're full. Um, There's lots of good stuff on both those discs. So it's funny too because, like, just the timing of all this. This was one movie that I'd found, I think, three months ago in a Goodwill, and it's kind of hard to come by. It's the original DVD of uh, Little Monsters. Oh yeah, yeah. And this one just came out in standard, like four by three aspect ratio as well. So, what year did this one come out? It's been. It was released in 2004. So yeah, it's a crazy like. Yeah, here there's a few movies like that too that never had received proper treatment, and that one, I'm not sure how well that did at the box office, but I remember that was a very popular it, film when it when it came out it, in, uh, on VHS and stuff. Yeah, it, it, when it well, it was caught up in a weird thing. It was a, it was a Vestron Pictures movie originally, and it got caught up in their bankruptcy, and along with another movie like Blue Steel uh, with Jamie Lee Curtis, and so they both got sold off to MGM for like 30 years, something like that. And so the MGM brought those both out theatrically. And they, neither one made much of an impact, but they did very well on video. And then not too long ago, Little Monsters reverted back to Vestron, which is now Lionsgate. So that's why Lionsgate has it. And it was cool going through. They, we found all this stuff that was shot on the set that was never really used for anything. We had hours of it. It was, you know them on the sets and how he getting made up and Fred's Fred Savage being interviewed, Ben Savage, the director who's passed away about a year and a half, two years ago. And so we had all this great stuff and Howie Mandel came out to do a brand new interview, which was, he was, it's, it's the feature on that is so entertaining. Uh, we got the, well, the producers, we got the makeup effects guy. I mean, we got all this great stuff, including Back when they did the VHS, they did this little promo for one nine hundred eighty nine Maurice, which has this really horrible late eighties rap so rap song included mm -hmm. on it. And I I found that and I said, well, I hope we can include this, and they let us use it. So we're actually so it says one 
89 or 1 989 Maurice and it's that was a big thing yeah in the late 80s yeah. so we have that little little thing on there and so there's a lot of that so little monsters ended up being great and shivers was great because we actually got a new commentary with David Cronenberg and he doesn't do those very often anymore no well shivers is one of those movies too that had never I think it was released in the right when DVD first came out yeah, and never a, got a U.S. release after that, right? Uh, I got a little bit of a allergies, uh, but no, we, we we I think Arrow put it Arrow Arrow put it out in the U.K. and that release got kind of brought over here a little bit, but uh, yeah. So this one and this one is the best looking version of the movie that I've seen. Uh, they, they did some additional cleanup on a 4K restoration that was done not long ago, and it is the uncut version. So it's not they're not gonna have to go back and reissue it or anything like that. It's it's definitely the uncut version. And uh we've got the new commentary. It's actually there's two the, the, the press release that went out was a little inaccurate. There's actually two commentaries on it, one with Cronenberg and one with the co-producer Don Carmody. And then there's interviews with David Cronenberg, Lynn Lowry, uh, uh one with uh Joe Blasco, the special effects guy. We've got trailers and TV spots from the they came with it from within version on there and it's low it's pretty loaded up it's, it's certain but having a new commentary from cronenberg chris chris alexander uh put that together he's he's really tight with cronenberg and he well could, yeah i mean it was it was his first big movie right so i'm yeah, sure that was, it, that was his theatrical uh he's still movie. really proud of that movie i'm sure so oh he should be yeah but uh so yeah he's he, he, he we got a, and then uh the cover art on that was a little tricky because we were like well what do we do for this and uh we Lionsgate kind of rejected a couple things ideas we had, and then I thought, well, what if we did a a fresh take on the classic Shivers theatrical art, which is the girl in the bathtub, and uh, we turned it over to an artist, Mark Schoenbach, and I said, here's kind of what I'm looking for, and then he came back with, well, I, I don't want to do it as a dark cover. I want to do it as more of a light kind of a clinical feel, and I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. Then he showed it to me, and I went. Oh yeah, you're right. That was the best. That, fuck whatever I came up with. You're, you, you, this is much much better. So the version that he has out that he did ended up being this really cool uh, freshening up and updating of the classic art, which I really really like. Yeah, the artwork on that is is pretty amazing. Like it's kind yeah. of, I mean, it's it's new, but it kind of has that vintage. Yeah, know, that's what I that's what I wanted, and he gave it to me. And what I liked about that was that he. He really ran with an idea that he felt worked better, and well, he wasn't afraid to show that to me and say, "This isn't exactly what you wanted, but what do you think of this?" And I'm like, "That's much better than what I thought." So, yeah, uh, I'm still gonna take credit for it. So, whatever idea you come up with, I'm just gonna say it was all me, and I'm the fucking genius, and you just did what I told you. So, except I just admitted that he did come up with it, so I kind of blew that. But uh, well, anyway, I gotta say though, like never before have two movies. Together in a two pack, been different. I like that would be like if they're like, "Hey, um, we're gonna release a two pack." It's the Untouchables and Mac and Me, right? Like, yeah. What? Because like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. doing those together was a kind of a good idea because it's like, well, here's two different sides of the Vestron coin. You can get this sort of fun family comedy adventure, you know, fantasy thing, and then shivers. So it's like, okay. So it, that was an interesting. I don't. It wasn't really intended that it was going to be that way, but 
it's a good way. It's a good enough way to do it. Oddly enough, a lot of people want both anyway. I was going to say, like, both of them appeal to me. I mean, yeah. for different reasons. Well, the, the price is pretty appealing, too, because they've they've cut the yeah. price in half on, on these, it looks like. Yeah, I didn't know about that. That wasn't privy to those discussions as to why that was done, but uh, it certainly seems to have gone over very well. And... Uh, so I'm 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 just I'm just happy that people are excited about them, and it's funny because they the the features were finally announced yesterday or the day before, and it was the same time when the Friday the 13th set got announced. So it was just like, all right, I hope someone's paying attention to this because I'm not with the Friday the 13th thing. It's like that's a pretty big goddamn deal. Uh, so we'll see how that all. Plays well, out. I don't know if, uh, the way that all came about because. All those, the, there's a bunch of new Scream Factory stuff that was announced that day too, but yeah. it was also, there were pre-orders that were leaked, so I don't know if they were not planning on releasing that information that day, or they just... Yeah, I don't know, it's so hard, Lionsgate got some of that too, because the Little Monster Shiver stuff broke a little early too, because someone found a bare bones listing for them on Target.com, who the hell shops on Target.com? <laughs> Fair point. And, and then leaked the information. There was no cover art, no features, or nothing. And then suddenly everyone's like, oh, my God, Little Monsters and Shivers. And I, 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 Lionsgate was just kind of like, uh, all right, I guess it's out. So it's like, let's do something. I don't know who was scouring Target.com for that. I don't know how that even happened. Well, yeah. I would blame COVID, but there would have been somebody anyways. If, There's uh, always somebody. Yeah, There's always somebody if, if, we're, if we're not, you know, all stuck at home. So Right. Um, before we uh, get into Friday the 13th, which I, you know, Wes was telling me that you actually did not work on that. No. By the way, is a freaking, well, I won't say what I'm really thinking. It's a travesty of justice that you didn't work on this. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, there was people that they initially, I mean, the people that have been really working on that the most were like people like Peter Brackey and, uh, you know, people like that who have are so steeped in that because of crystal lake memories and you know all that so it's like they didn't really need me you know i mean it was just kind of like and i already have done you know like the commentary i moderated on uh part five is still going to be on there and a lot of the interviews and stuff that i shot were for crystal lake memories but you know it's just for me it was like i, I don't know what i would have done that they couldn't have done because so much has already been done for these so i think this was a matter of you know some new people bringing in some new perspectives and then also the, the you know having people like Peter on board, it's just like what the hell do they need me to do? You know, and also I well, had a whole bunch of stuff going on at the time. Yeah, I mean the thing is too is like what what could be asked that hasn't already been asked? That would be a very hard project to be a part of and have new some new stories yeah, be told. That that, that was a that was a tricky one because again, Crystal Lake memories. As far as I'm concerned, it's like well, what else is there to say? And then also. But getting new commentaries done, also getting—I think what was what I like about this set is it's really been an effort to corral in everything that's ever been done to a large extent, and making sure that it's all present on this set, and then also doing new transfers of some of the movies, and and making sure that like the unrated J Jason Goes to Hell is on there, and you know certain things that have been sort of missing from other sets for a lot of these different films. So I think that there's uh, a lot of that, and it looks beautiful. I mean, I think the set just looks incredible. So it's it that was a tricky one because again so much has been done for the movies over several different iterations all throughout the years 
you want to bring in and make sure all of that's represented, plus add in new stuff for people who maybe didn't participate before, uh, doing commentaries on some of the films that didn't have commentaries before. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 tricky, but I, there's it's certainly going to be worthwhile. I know that much. Now, I know I since you were... Go ahead. I was going to say, I want to ask you, because when I was reading the press release, there's like several different discs on there where it's talking about bonus material, and then it says like to be announced, basically, where they don't have oh, yeah. all of the... There's still stuff they're corralling together and putting together. This has been a long process. Um, this has been worked on for... I'm surprised it stayed as much of a secret as it did, because I mean, I think they've been working on this for over a year, uh, trying to get all this stuff put together. And so the fact that it, it, it didn't really leak until just before you know, the, the big announcement is actually quite remarkable the way this day and age works. But yeah, it's, there's still, there's still stuff that they're throwing to put, put together on this and not everything has been announced. I know that much. So we're going to need a scoop. What is the stuff? Tell us now. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Scoop. I got, if I, if I start talking, you're going to start to see a little red dot appear. Like right here. That's probably true. Especially uh, so, when it comes to Screen Factory stuff, they want to keep that shit on the down low. I, I've known that for a while. They really do. It's they want to be the scoop, the scoop buster. The scoop buster. Yeah, yeah, they don't. They don't want shit going out there. So, no, and certainly, I'm. It's good in a way that I'm not involved because I'm not in a position to really say what's on there anyway. I mean, I know about a few things, but it's like, for what what little fun I would have in telling you, I would get such a barrage of shit from <laughs> me about what went so. I, 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 all I can say is that there is more stuff to be announced. And even if there wasn't, it's still a set worth buying no matter what. But there's, yeah. still, there's still quite a bit that hasn't been talked about yet. There's one particular film that's not getting enough love on the features that were announced. I don't know. Is there going to be some more stuff for Friday the 13th Part 2? Anything? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. They, they, I definitely know that there was a focus on uh, stuff for the first three. Because part four, five, six, seven, and eight, Dan Farrens and Andrew Cash and those guys did a really good job getting a lot of stuff together for those when they came out on DVD a few years back. And then that stuff was ported over to Blue. So those, those were covered pretty well. The first three, especially two and three, uh, didn't get as much love. So there has definitely been, I, from my perspective, uh, a focus on making sure two and three are covered as well. I was kind of surprised that they're doing the 3D like the Blu-ray 3D for part three, just because yeah. that format is almost like, like those, the, the Blu-ray 3D movies are on clearance now and they're not really yeah. making 3D TVs that much anymore. So yeah, that was kind of shocking. There was a sort of a damned if you do, damned if you don't with that. Cause it's like people who have the 3D are going to want that for this, right. but if you don't do it, then people bitch. So it's like, I, I'm, I'm glad they decided to do it because that way at least, the people who really give a crap about it can still watch it the way they do that they want to. Three D has always been a tricky thing for home video. They'll that'll never stop. It's always going to be something that's very very difficult to. It's kind of a trendy thing too. Like it gets real popular and then it kind of goes yeah. away. Well, that was there for a while. Every fucking thing was in three D. Yeah. And you know, and they were post converting all these movies, and then people it just stopped being special. You know. The I problem, don't know. Like with those 3D, especially the DVDs that they released there for a period of time that were in 3D. What the heck? You couldn't, I couldn't tell you any discernible difference in them other than it would give yeah. you a migraine to try to watch them in 3D. Oh, yeah. so, 
Yeah, they didn't go over very well. And at the end of the day, it just stopped being special. So my guess is it might be another resurgence of it if and when Avatar 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8 come out. Uh, just because Avatar was the one that kind of kicked it all off to begin with. Well, he was, he's was he been working on them damn movies for like, what, 15 yeah, years forever. or something? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see. You never count James Cameron out, though. It could be interesting to see what he comes up with. For those. So... Back to the Vestron stuff, though, there was what, maybe it was a year and a half, two years. Like, a lot of people were thinking that they were kind of done with that label. Uh, yeah. So, but you were saying that you worked on these two for quite a while before they came out. So, this was... Yeah, yeah. They were, because Maximum Overdrive came out near the end of 2018. And mm -hmm. that was a big success. And then Little Monsters and Shivers were supposed to come very closely after that. But just because of a variety of factors, which were beyond everyone's control, that they just kind of get put in like a temporary holding pattern. And then finally, oddly enough, I think because of the pandemic and because they needed to have some product, it was like, oh, well, we have these things. So, uh, But the excitement back over the line has definitely rejuvenated some interest. And there are other titles that we're working on. There's other titles that are going to be uh, part of this coming up. So these are not the, the, the least ones. Yeah. Fado. That was funny. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm not. I don't know. I don't think Fido's in discussion at the moment. But uh, there are got, other. There's uh, a lot of other girl. You can watch that on Pornhub. There's one that we're actively working on right now, and then there's a possibility of a couple more right after that. So we'll see what ends up happening. Cool. So there's one one title that I, we've talked about on here, and I cannot figure this out. Just one. It came out well. This this one in particular for me. You probably got some more because this is a great movie, and it's got a shit U.S. release that came out like twenty years ago, huh. and it's come out in the U.K., which I don't count that. The Hitcher. Who the hell owns the Hitcher in the U.S.? Oh, uh, the Hitcher's been a, HBO has that here. That they still have that one. They have that one in perpetuity, and uh, for some reason, no one can crack it. You know, as to why it has, I would love to see the Hitcher come back out. Uh, the Hitcher is one of the is a great movie, and you yeah, know, it's, and it's had a lot of features done for it over the years in other territories, but it's never gotten it's never gotten right. And there was the remake that came out, and you would think, yeah, that'd be perfect just to release the original when that came out, yeah. but no, 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 nothing, nothing <laughs> transpired. I don't know why that is. That's a it's a mystery to this day. I couldn't I couldn't tell you, but I agree. Well, I should totally be out. That would be perfect for Screen Factor or Vestron or one of these companies. Yeah, well, be perfect for a lot of co any company that would want to take, tackle that one. Uh, the Hitcher's the Hitcher's great. And I'd heard too. Maybe this is one of the reasons it's not. Uh, I guess the UK release, they couldn't find the original negative for the movie, so they had remastered or cleaned up a thirty-five millimeter print and did that oh. for the Blu-ray. Oh, so yeah. and I don't know if that's accurate or not, but that's what I'd read online. That I don't know. There was a French release that did some stuff too, I think, but uh, it's been so long since whenever that happened. I can't even tell you. I don't know what the status of that is. Hmm. I wanted to ask you about something not necessarily related. I don't think that you worked on this. You could have worked on this. You may have worked on this like before it became a thing, but I, I, you've got to be familiar with the, the new Dawn of the Dead giant box set 4k uhd oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah 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 i know you're huge on romero and rightfully so i think we all are i was curious like 
did you do anything for that or was that stuff that they use like that you'd already done or like um well it's, they've certainly brought in everything that's ever been done pretty much before and then they uh, it was actually spearheaded mostly by david gregory over seven uh films he was hired to, to do a lot of that stuff and there's some really great features that are going to be on that I did come in though and edited the mall featurette that they did, which is a tour of the mall with Tom Savini, uh, Tom Dubensky, Michael Gornick, and uh, um, oh God, uh, uh, Tasso Stavrakis. They literally walk around the mall and identify all the different spots. They go up on the roof, they go to the various locations, and uh, they had a three or four camera team out there filming all this, and then I edited that. So that'll actually be on the set. That was I just delivered that not long ago. And that's a really cool, really, really cool feature. So I am involved a little bit. Um, and then the commentary that I moderated way back when I was in Anchor Bay with the cast, that'll be on the Argento cut. And that, that box set's going to be pretty massive. Well, we've waited a while. We've waited a while for it because I sold my Anchor Bay Blu-ray thinking, oh, fuck, they'll come out with, you know, I mean, these dumbasses paying $80 for Blu-ray on eBay. I'm going to sell it. <laughs> and it's probably been... Uh, I'm not kidding. That's probably been four or five years ago. Yeah. Um, it's been long, it, this has been a long, without going into all the crap that's been going on with that movie, it's been a long process, uh, needless to say, to see this finally come out. So uh, when it finally comes out, grab it because it's. it's that's gonna, the thing, too, because the uh, 4K is, there's no region to that. So. Right. Um, so you, yeah. Yeah. So grab it. Just. It's going to be totally worth it. Believe me on that. I can. And I was, I've actually tested my Blu-ray player off my all-region player so I can watch the extras. Yeah, I'll do that all. Yeah, it'll. Uh, it's it's going to be. It's 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 stacked. It's definitely stacked for sure. Speaking of Dawn of the Dead, did I dream this, or did somebody associate with that movie not completely redo it into a 3D version? At yeah. Some point? Yeah, it was that was a long process too because I remember us hearing about that when I still worked at Anchor Bay. So that was back in 2004, 2005. Uh, Richard Rubenstein, the producer, had it post converted into 3D. It's it screened a few times in 3D. Um, I don't think that's coming out on home video, um, but uh, uh, so yeah, it's it's available to screen in 3D. I think theatrically, I've heard good things about it from people. Was that the hold up for the? I had heard that he was trying to get that out on. Uh you know, uh, home video here in the U S is that kind of the hold up why they, well, they um, don't have that one out again here in you know, region. I, I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't know what the, what the negotiations were involved in that or if that was part of it or not. I don't know. The interesting movie you go 3d with. Yeah. I mean, again, it, but from what I've heard from people that it, it's actually pretty effective at times. So, um, you know, I haven't seen it myself, so I can't really speak to it, but, uh, um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's I don't think that's part of the of the set. But uh, it's it's certainly something that's screened theatrically. I know that much. <laughs> the other the other big thing that I worked on recently, and the, the announcement I think should be going out next week, is Tales from the Dark Side the movie, uh, which I've done a, a. I can't really. Talk, I don't want to say what I've done yet because I, I want to save that for the announcement next week. You want to survive? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The, the, the little red, the little red dot comes up again. Uh, but uh, it, it was it, that was a huge undertaking, and I did it. Actually, in its own way, is going to actually end up topping what I did on Just Desserts, the Creepshow documentary. Um, there, really? there was a lot. 
great participation for that. Hmm. So when, when you get when you see the announcement for, uh, I'll be able to talk more about it when the announcement comes out. But Tales of the Dark Side, the movie, ended up being a really a really big deal for me. That was something I've I've been working on that for oh better portion of uh, when was the first interview I shot for that was back in October of last year. So it's been a process and it's it's really great. And I love that movie. So to see that finally come back out and yeah. be documented properly has been really great. So it's, it sounds like maybe a feature length documentary on that one. <laughs> Look on his face. You probably gonna release it as a separate disc at some point. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, mm -hmm. that one's a, that's probably the closest we ever got to a real creep show three though. Like I always yeah, thought that. Yeah, it was a creep show three, but it's funny. Yeah. It was never intended to be a creep show three. It was really they had the the tales from the dark side property, and they're like, they're, well, let's make a movie with this. People want this, so let's give it a shot. I mean, they made creep show three, and it just it blew everything else out of the water anyway. The doodles and uh, got going on. I don't, I don't think there's ever been a creep show three. I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that it, was, that has, it has actually kind of vanished. So that could again, be a real I creep show know, three. Again, I, I don't know what you're talking about. There is no creep show three. Yeah, it was that one. It was much better than the first two. You remember that one? That guy died. Yeah, he choked with a hot dog. What the fuck the you're kill, talking about? The killer hot there dog. There is no creep show three. I suppose next you're going to tell me there's no Day of the Dead remake. Move on. <laughs> you're right, multiple Day of the Dead remake. There's a sequel to the Day of the Dead remake. That's true. There's a, there's a quasi-sequel, and then there's two remakes, and they, well, you're all, working on and the, they all suck. So it's just, yeah. Well, you got you to be careful there because you're working with the Doodlesons now, kind of. You, you did the Creep Show TV series set too, right? Yeah, oh, that was a big deal. That was something I worked on a lot. This uh, that was an uh, that's probably the most work I've ever done in the shortest amount of time, trying to pull all that together. That was all done over the course of just four or five weeks. All the stuff that was on that disc, um, but it was it was really rewarding, and that was one of my favorite releases I've gotten to work. And then when they resume production on season two, I'm actually going to be there to shoot all the behind the scenes stuff. I was actually gonna. I was actually ready to go. I mean, I, I got confirmation that that was being brought on as part of the crew on Friday morning, and by Friday afternoon they had decided to cancel production because of COVID. So it was like, uh, so I've just been kind of in a holding. We've all been in a kind of a holding pattern ever since you know April or whatever. Um, and there's still no word when we're going to resume production, but it's going to, I mean, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of whenever the hell they figure out. How that, to do yeah. It. I mean, um, I actually caught all those episodes. I mean, there's, there's definitely some that's better than others, but overall, I mean, it was pretty solid first season. You can tell, um, it, it tried to keep with the spirit of the, the movie. Yeah. I thought it was too. Uh, I thought it was too. I mean, it's, it's definitely anthologies are always difficult because there's never, you know, if you're not into the, the plot if you're really into the plot of one episode you're not going to have that again in the next one and vice versa so it's really on a story by story basis whether you're engaged by something or not uh but i thought overall it was a really fun first season and uh they've got some great stuff planned for the second one and they're going to be able to do a lot more of the comic book stuff and really kind of delve into some you know you know it, the first season was very successful so they're pushing it even further with that in uh, yeah. season two 
Well, I mean, like I said, the, the COVID thing, I think, kind of led to it being shown on AMC. And if, yeah. you, if, if no one knew, I mean, that fit. I'm like for the, the what is it, AMC Monster Fest or whatever the hell they call it. Yeah, yeah. It'd be perfect to show it. I mean, to actually broadcast it on TV uh, for the next season. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to do that. But. The, the AMC broadcast was something that had been in the works for a while, but what it ended up happening was kind of happened to be during a period where everyone was at home. So it a lot of people saw it there. And so it, it, it got a lot more. And then the, the DVD and Blu-ray came out right at that same time. So it, it's done very, very well, and uh, they're already talking about a third season. So, I mean, they haven't even shot a second season yet. They're already talking about doing a third. So, uh, very Yeah, I just think that it sucks timing-wise, though, because everything that's going on, that they may not get to film that for another year, maybe, or something, you know. Uh, I, yeah, we just don't know. We're all just sort of waiting around to see what the situation's going to be because it's, it's scary out there because you know, everything's flaring all up again. You know, things, it seemed to be getting a little better. It seemed like we were trying to, maybe we're going to start going down, but then, you know, it's all forward, you know. So we don't, we'll go back when it, everyone's ready to go back. And I'm just, you know, just kind of sitting here, just like waiting for the word. It's like waiting, it was like having a little red phone on your desk and you're just waiting for the call. It's like, ready? Yes, go. And then I'm, I'm out of here, but we'll see what ends up happening. But, you know, it's, it's, it's I'm, I'm just looking in the chat here real quick. What the fuck? You remember this guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. No, Hydroponic. Uh, oh. That's a blast from the past right there. Howdy ye Kentucky fucks. <laughs> yeah. He's a charmer. He's not a Kentucky fuck. He's from Michigan. Or, are you from Michigan or North Carolina? I can't ever get this straight. Well, originally, originally I'm from uh, Fullerton or La Mirada, California. But then I was... Moved to North Carolina when I was 11, and I was there for 15 years. And then I've been in – actually, it's funny. This month is my 20th year in Michigan. So I've been here for 20 years now. So I've lived here longer than anywhere else. So you're from Michigan pretty much, would you say that? Yeah, I, I would say at this point. You know. So what is the deal with Michigan right now? I mean, in terms of, like, are you all <laughs> locked down, quarantined? Like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, things here are – I mean, we, you know, restaurants and stuff are open to a certain degree, but I think a lot of it's, you know, it's like everywhere else. I don't think we're flaring up as badly as some other areas are, uh, thankfully, because I think our governor's done a pretty good job of making sure that we at least do certain amount of social distancing and mask wearing. But, uh, you know, it's it's not great here yet. You know, it's not great really anywhere yet. Uh, but we're doing we're doing okay. It hasn't been. You know, we can still get, I can still get shit done around here to a large extent. Yeah, I mean, I've actually been working from home since uh, the end of March, and I'm about ready to fucking just go postal. <laughs> I, I think we're finally coming back to uh, the actual office next month, but it's been, I'm not used to working from home, so. Oh, it's, yeah. Yeah. Well, you work, in the, you work in the mines, right? I mean, that's where you work. Yeah, I'm just uh, telling everybody what to do, you know. Yeah, yeah. I get so go that. down there and get that coal and <laughs> get back down in that pit, son of a bitch. Yeah. Get down our bitchy honey and dirty boy. Oh, God. I remember that one video. I think it was when the Monster Squad one, when the reveal for the DVD. You walk in going, "Well, another tough day at the mines." <laughs> <laughs> that was like this this helmet that barely fit my yeah. head. Yeah. It's like 
You were the lead. You, you didn't look at all like a minor in any way. It was just like it was, it was, that was the bad shit. I forgot about well, that. Man, oddly yeah. enough, though, the, the Monster Squad was the first big scoop that Sleepy Games back in the day. Yeah, that was 2007, I think it was. So that's probably, was probably the first time we ever had you on the show, actually. Yeah, and I remember, yeah, because you like, you like, you you had the, you were so excited about the Blu-ray that you like spooged all over it or whatever it was. I forget what it, what it, was. Right. it was. It was gross or whatever the hell. But it was, uh, you know, like you remember, walking, just went everywhere. Yeah, and I do remember just when you're walking, well, that sure was another tough day at the mines. <laughs> I should have won an award for that. Uh, it was good. <laughs> uh, we got a qu- we got questions here for people. Uh, if you want to send some in here, um, okay, we got a good one, uh, from Roland 666. Ghoulies go to college, Blu ray coming soon. That's it, could be a Vestron title. Uh, that could, uh, uh, that's one of the ones that's, uh, it's kind of on the list, but, uh, no official announcement or anything, but it's one that has come up. I will say that much. And the goalies, the, the franchise is kind of split with studios, right? So the first one and the, yeah, yeah. The first so, one, the first two are over at MGM and then the third one's over at Vestron. I don't know where the fourth one is, but I don't think too many people care. Um, you but, realize yeah. that. That we used to like joke about the shit that's now currently coming out on fucking Blu-ray, no? like the peanut butter well, sorting and fucking. Yeah, you, realize, you realize, yeah, that, that we actually live in a world now where there is a special edition of the peanut butter solution that's actually out there now. Yes, like, uh, is it? I think it's vinegar syndrome that's coming out with like a lot of this ridiculous shit that we never thought would come out on Blu-ray. Like Molly Dearest is come is that on Blu-ray now? And it is. The shitty Amityville sequels are all out in a box set. Oh, yeah. All Let me those, tell you what, yeah. What's weird about Vinegar Syndrome, too, is all the shit that they release, like stuff like that, is like got a 2K or 4K transfer on it. So right. you can get like Blood Games, which I have. <laughs> I don't know why. And it is like a, like a 2K transfer, like a remastering. Okay. You know what? Uh, I just this movie just uh, popped in my head. I don't know if it's even. It's probably out on DVD. Did you ever see the movie with? Um, it's. I think it was an Australian movie called Fortress with. Um, oh, Christopher Lambert. No, that, it's not that one. It's the one with Rachel Ward, where she's like a. Um, oh, oh, yes, the one that was before that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's set in like the. Yeah, I think I it's know. like in the early eighties. Did that one ever come out on yeah. Blu-ray? I don't think so. I, I think that uh, um, no, I don't know if it has. I can't. I don't. I that's don't. a really good. Like that's kind of underrated. The creepy, like the uh, the kidnappers had like uh, president masks and shit on. I remember that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't really know much about that movie. To be perfectly honest with, you. it's one of those Australian films from the mid '80s that I I don't think I ever caught up. Well, they, used to, they used to play it on HBO all the time. That's where I'd seen it. So oh. and I was like. Yeah, that's that's kind of an underrated one. I don't think that it's out on. It may be out on DVD. Right. So, right. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see here. You pick up anything near a Criterion sale? I'm trying not to spend money on a lot of stuff <laughs> right these days. I'm, I've got I've got a lot of stuff as it is that I haven't watched, so I'm trying not to spend money, but. Uh, um, I don't remember the last Criterion thing I even got. I don't buy as many discs as I used to just because I'm 
when I'm working on stuff, the last thing I have time to do is sit down and watch movies anymore. So it's just like... Well, you yeah. could just buy them and watch them and then sell them for more than you paid for them on those auctions you put up, put out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. You know, that's just me. Yeah, yeah. It's from Slippy's collection. But no, I, I I didn't buy anything during that sale. No. Fifty bucks. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Aaron watches those. I don't even watch them because I do not want to spend any money. Right. What? You know, those auctions. Oh yeah, yeah. I always go in with like really high hopes, and that one dude's in there that apparently like one guy that buys everything, right? <laughs> buys, yeah. I don't know what that guy does, but whatever he does. He makes a good living doing it. <laughs> right. I know, I know who you're talking about, but yeah, there's certain people I can always count on to buy certain things. So I've done, I've done very well by by him and a couple other people. So we got a technical question here, and I really don't know this either, but you would know it. I'd say, uh, is it 4K the same resolution as 35 millimeter? Well, you can still no 35 millimeter. You can still pull a lot of detail out of 35 millimeter. I mean, they're doing 8K transfers now. You know, out of some of that stuff, but um, at some point, it just becomes kind of uh, how much more can we even discern? You know, right. as a difference. Uh, like for sixteen millimeter, really going above two K is kind of unnecessary because there's only so much detail you can get out of sixteen millimeter. But you do four K because it's kind of the industry standard. But uh, with 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 thirty five millimeter, certainly there's still a little bit more you could pull out. But we're reaching the point now where it's like. I don't know how much more of a difference you would see in something above 4K. Well, especially um, if you, you would have to have like a 100-inch TV or something. Oh, probably, God, you'd but... have to have a, a theater. Yeah. To really, to, to really to, at this point, to start noticing, and we've come so far, but uh, there is quite a difference between 4K and Blu-ray, but it's not as dramatic a shift as there was from like DVD to VHS or or even DVD to Blu-ray, you know, so it's, it, yeah. with each one that comes up, it's a little more like, okay, this looks great, but I'm not getting quite as much of a wow factor necessarily as I was from another format jump a few years ago, but it's, uh, it's still, you know, uh, it's still, it's an, it's an ongoing, it's a process. It's an ongoing process. Uh, Eric Sanchez, who owns the trick or treat uh, rots with Gene Simmons and Ozzy? Um, yeah, I mean, that's one that that would be perfect for Screen Factory. Could you imagine the, the limited edition poster art for that? Oh, I would love to do trick or treat. A lot of people would love to do trick or treat, but that one's got just some weird rights issues, which continue to plague it to this day. But Is it uh, the soundtrack, too, like it, one band did pretty much the whole soundtrack, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Fastway. It was a yeah. band yeah. called Fastway, which was actually made up of a couple of people from a couple other bands. Uh, one of which just passed away not too long ago, actually. Um, so yeah, it's it, trick or treat's a little bit. We're getting a little closer on that one, but it's still kind of a. Um, it's just a. It's a. It's it's again that, that one's a. It's a process with that one. So that so, won't be out in six months. Mark that down. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> well, no, I could get. That's one you have to come out with in like that's Not going to be out six months from now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't release that in spring. You've got to release it in the fall. Yeah, yeah. So no, that's yeah. Um, um, I see. Can you say if the Romero commentary is ported over from the DVD on Tales from the Dark Side? Yes, it is. 
everything that was on that DVD, which was basically that and a trailer, uh, those both those things are both on the new uh, that are coming up. I will say that much. So you can take that old DVD and chuck it because you're not going to need it for anything. I'll see here from Pizal. Will there be a Fright Night two? Uh, Friday Night Part that's, 2 Blu-ray. That's in the same kind of situation with Trick or Treat. It's just uh, there's a couple people who need to kind of be involved in that. And it's just, it's a long, it's a long story on uh, Fright Night 2. But uh, I would say we're closer now than we have been in the past. But that one's in sort of a permanent holding pattern as well, sadly. I'd love to see that there's, one come out. There's a lot of those that were, um, well, I don't know about a lot, but there's a few that Artisan, I think, did back in the day that, that are not. Yeah, uh, yeah. the rights have just kind of reverted back to a couple of different parties, and it's it's just it's a it's a mess. I've I've done a lot of research on Fight Night Part Two, and it's just been one of those ones where uh, you reach a point where it's just like someone's going to have to get up off their ass and do something about it that's actually involved with the rights to the movie and getting them to do it. It's just been very difficult. So that's the deal with that. I think <laughs> no, my laptop was about to go dead. I had to plug it in. Oh god! Like he's the one in control of the question. So if that had gone bad, I'd be yeah. passed out. Uh, well, it's funny because oh. I looked. I looked down for a second. I looked back up, and you were gone. I'm like, oh shit! Well, I, uh, oh. I'm back. I'm back, man. Hello. Hello. Um, I don't know if this one is going to work out too well, but Hellraiser Bloodline Special Edition with all the cut footage, the four-hour cut of Hellraiser Bloodline. I would love to see that one happen because um, that would be a fun experiment. And I think all the footage still exists. Um, it's just sitting in a vault somewhere, but it would take a lot of money and time to re reconstruct all that. And then also, it would I would want the original director, Kevin Yeager, to be involved in that, and I don't know how much... I don't know how close to any kind of a final version he had before that movie was sort of reconstructed and reshot. So that's uh, that would be interesting to do, but that would be a very long process and a very costly one. So I don't know if that could really happen feasibly, but I would love to see it happen. One that um, that I'm kind of surprised that it didn't come out yet is because that one was remastered in 4K just a couple of years ago is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um. Is that one that we may be seeing here in the next little bit, or the the original film? The original, yes. Oh yeah, I think there's an ultra HD somewhere in the world for that. Right it's now. German. There's a German and Italian 4K. Oh, yeah. yeah, that would be up to Dark Sky Films, I think, to do uh, here in in the UK if that would ever, or here in the US if that were to happen. So I don't know. I haven't heard it. I don't think there's anything more to do for that extras wise at this point. I mean, there's just no. So I mean, that, that transfer was just so amazing. I can only imagine. Oh, it was. It was. It was gorgeous. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure. I, I'm sure there'll be an ultra HD at some point. I just I don't know anything about it. Uh, I doubt we'll see this. By the way, wet movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Four K box yeah. set of Dead Get on Throne. You might get a one K box set. Um, <laughs> you might be. There might be a K box set. Well, we did. <laughs> now we did start shooting in HD on what maybe the last season, so we could do that on Blu-ray, maybe. Oh, yeah, man, you get to see what the rear fill ten looks like in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just do. A, you should dummy up like an image of it based on the Dawn of the Dead box, like the Dead <laughs> on the Road. 
and get Second Sight to release that in the UK only. Just to piss yeah, me off. I think the box set will be my Chevy Malibu with us sitting in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what it would look like. Sure, yeah, let's do it. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll spearhead the, the – I want a Dead Pit on the Road 4K box set with director's cuts on all episodes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Commentary. Commentary is over the commentary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, though, um, YouTube, like I was kind of – because I've just gotten back into this stuff in the last little bit. And there was a lot of those reviews that were taken down because we had the trailers in the middle. Right? Oh, yeah. So YouTube has something now where you can actually remove that stuff on the video that's on YouTube. So I've been trying. We, we have the Halloween review back up. It's the first time oh, that's in good. many years. Uh, yeah, I'm just amazed at that technology, like that you can do that now. I, I, don't remember, I don't remember which one it was or what the context was, but I just remember there was this one bit where, I'm Rob Zombie, get the hell out of my way! <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. There, there was a period where you guys were ragging on him so bad. It was just like that he was your, your whipping boy there for quite a while. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know why we started doing that, but like they all off and Rob Zombie, those two. Yeah, there was a period where like it was we did a skit of him ordering at like a McDonald's. Yeah. And he was like, give me some, give me some pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was Did we do one where he was in a urinal or something like that? No, he was pissing or whatever. It's brutal. Yeah, there was that too. Yeah. yeah. So that was the yeah. Remember, you you guys beat the shit out of him on a regular basis. That was funny. He's never gotten any better at directing films either. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, you know, I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen Rob Zombie. He's gotten. I think he's gotten like way worse actually. Well, from what I've been told, I, I haven't I, seen Three from Hell. So yeah, I haven't seen Three from Hell yet either. So uh, let's see here. We'll get a couple more ones in. No. Yeah, Uncle Bill likes to torture himself, and when you give him recommendations on shit that's good, he won't fucking watch it. <laughs> I've got to know. No, I want to watch the new movie. Have you seen either one of those movies? Uh, they, he's constantly want me to watch Midsummer or Hereditary. Hereditary. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, I've seen those. Thoughts? You haven't watched them yet? No, never seen either one of them. I no, I really like them, but you know, it's it's with those movies, it's hard to recommend because I don't know. Some people are going to be really into that, or they're not going to. It's, it's not going to be on their wavelength whatsoever. And I can't predict who that's going to be, because they're very, they're very specifically. They're slow. Know. They're slow build yeah. too. Yeah. So I mean, you may love them or you may hate them, but you should definitely give them a try. Yeah. Just put your kids to make sure they're in bed. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's, yeah. They're not. They're not. Yeah, we're going to watch it together. It's a family film. Yeah, especially <laughs> one particular scene and hereditary that they do not want to see. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Although it may, it certainly may keep your kids behaving in the car. I say that much. Uh, but uh, you know, aside yeah. from that, it's it's. Yeah, yeah I gotta watch these now. No, you should. You really should. Well, I've been telling you. Jeez, you want to fucking the the newest Rob Zombie movie that everybody says sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Roland six 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 is Scream Factory releasing any more titles in October besides Friday the Thirteenth? You know the ones they've announced. Well, Jesus Christ, isn't that enough? Um, 
Well, I mean, we got a lot coming out in October. Yeah, I kind of hope. Yeah. I'll probably will end up getting I don't pumpkin. Know, I don't know what cool, else. So. I, I'm not privy to any other plans that they may have yeah. for October. I don't know. Um, I I would be surprised if there was. I mean, that's certainly, I think, enough. Uh, but, uh, no, I don't know. I don't know for certain if there's anything else they've got. I mean, they've certainly got a lot of their titles in the works. But whether they're going to come out in October or not, I don't know. Something we were talking about before I think you got on here. I don't think you're on here. Like, what is the deal with the like a Nightmare on Elm Street box set? Like, like something like this. Has that ever been? Oh, Do like the Screen Factory treatments on Nightmare on oh, yeah, Elm Street. That's been, I'm, I know that's been talked about because those are all over at Warner Brothers. Um, so, I mean, they have a relationship with them. I'm sure that could happen. I haven't heard anything about that happening. So, if it does happen, it's certainly not something that's imminent. Uh, but I, I, I know that they've talked about that because how could you not? I mean, that's just a logical thing to do. And I think that's needed. Yeah, I'd love because to see the set that's out, the, the Blu ray set that's out is really, yeah. It's okay. I mean, it's got, you know, I mean, it came out with the, it was an amazing DVD when it came out back in like the 90s, the DVD set, but yeah, they hasn't, really, as far that. as like crazy features and stuff like that, we haven't gotten any of that really. The only, problem with Elm, the only problem with Elm Street in terms of extras is, again, never sleep again. What more is there to say, really, about that that franchise that never sleep again? But there's new commentaries that could be done. There's, uh, uh, you know, certainly new transfers. A lot of those movies that are definitely needed. So I'm sure that there would be plenty of things to do for a box set. But as far as any plans or anything, I've heard absolutely nothing. But I, I got to believe that discussion has been had. I mean, how could it not have been? I would think that's next, and that should be number one on Screen Factor's list right now. I mean, they've done the Halloween set, now Friday the 13th coming up. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, th I would think that they would I have would to be the ones that would yeah. do that. Yeah, we need that and a witchcraft set. You know, witchcraft set that has all the witchcraft movies. Actually, I would put that ahead of Nightmare on Elm Street. Actually. It'd be $599 if they did it. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I had another one here. Maybe you can enlighten me on this, but am I imagining this, or was Alone in the Dark originally announced for Blu-ray release, but no. never came out or canceled or whatever? It was okay. They had a DVD of a long, long, long time ago, uh, but there's never been a Blu-ray announcement on that. No, I would love to see that one too. I was talking with Jack Shoulder about that. I think it's the last uh, um, Cinema Wasteland, and uh, he'd love to do something for that. But uh, no, there's never been a Blu-ray announcement of that that I'm aware of. That would be a good one. There was a couple that um, I'd gotten a message about. The Eyes of Fire. That was actually, I think there was a Kentucky filmmaker that did that movie. Yeah, that one's actually. Never been out on. Yes, yes, the filmmaker for that lives in Kentucky. Uh, he, right. uh, that one's kind of, because that's when it's been over at Lionsgate. Um, so mm -hmm. that one's been one of the ones that's been under discussion for Vestron, certainly. Uh, I'd love to see Eyes of Fire come out. Uh, so that's uh, that's another one that's been under discussion. So Vestron does at least own well. Lionsgate owns it, so yeah, that's, that's one of those titles that's up big for that possibly. Yeah, not Force of Linda Blair. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. That's, what that o is. that's over at uh, Lionsgate as well. That's one of the titles. But is, is Steve texting you these questions? Because that sounds like <laughs> Steve questions. Well, yeah. Is that a woman? Not movie? Force. No, I'd love to see. I'd love to see Night Force come out. Sure, why not? More act, 80s action with Linda Blair. You can't have enough of that stuff. I just, when I hear Night Force, I'm thinking of like that, that court TV show back in the day, Night Court. 
<laughs> a very different thing. Yeah. Right. Very different thing. Uh, let's see here. Any other questions? Um, well, there is a Martin release coming out from Second Sight Films. Yeah, they're yeah. still working on that. They're, they've been trying to get some stuff on the transfer resolved for that, but uh, that's still coming up. And I actually will be working on a couple small things for that as well, but I can't really talk about that. Well, hell. They're all the right. UK, man. They can't do anything. They can't even travel right now over here. Oh, they have. Well, they, they have ways. They have people. There's actually someone they have that lives in Michigan just to monitor me. Uh, so they they, they knock sure. on your door tomorrow morning. I heard what you said. You talked about Martin. Oh, damn it! You you're gonna die now. What, but, seriously though, was it Don May Jr. that time that we were talking to, and he gave up something that nobody else was supposed to know? Oh, and probably. it was like really early on in the synapse. Like I can't remember what it was, but like we were talking to you about it, and you were like, "Oh shit, he already told you that." And I was oh, like, yeah, told. yeah, it is. <laughs> I can't remember what the, I think I have a vague memory of that, but I don't remember what that was about. I can't remember what it was now either, but it was hilarious, like the way that that all went down. Yeah, this would be uh, children a children of the corn. <laughs> a children of the corn set would be cool, except for the fact that ninety percent of the movies blow. Um, well, so no, they put corn. You could like it could be one of those gimmick releases, a big big, big corn cob. You, yeah, you, you, you could you could pull the discs out of it. Just ship a free year of corn with every box set or something. Yeah. So. Yeah, dude, I don't know. Well, you did work on the Children of the Corn remake, and that's a that's a highly praised movie from back in. Wish to God, he'll never <laughs> ever let that die. Well, oh. it was a sci-fi original. I don't know how original it was. Well, uh, it broke it broke ratings records that night it came out. I heard. That's nice. Oh God, I'm back. Whoa. we'll see. Uh, real quick here, Alligator is that one that they've for quite a bit. Yeah, that one's been tied up with some rights issues, but uh, there might be some movement on that soon. I don't know, but I've been hearing things about that for a couple of years now. But I, I don't have any act. No, I don't. No, that was actually it was something else. So no, I don't know about Alligator right now. I'd love to see that one happen. I just wish yeah, Robert Forster. I wish Robert Forster were still around. That'd uh, be a good one for sure. That's a fun movie. Oh, it's a terrific movie. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Garrett, GPS coaching, run with Patrick Dempsey and Kelly Preston. Uh, yeah, Kelly Preston actually just recently passed away, too. I, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I don't know. Um, I don't know about that one. That one's a Hollywood Pictures movie. That's a, a Buena Vista uh, title. But, yeah. Another quick one on here, Fade to Black. That's one that Anchor Bay came out with years ago, I think. Yeah, that's been subject of a rights and an elements issue for a while now, so I don't know what's going on with that one. Yeah, that's and he, knows he Knows You're Alone, I think, is over at Warner Brothers, so that would be... And that one would be kind of cool, because that was one of Tom Hanks's earliest uh, performances was in uh, He Knows You're Alone. And I'm sure he'd do an interview for that one. You know. <laughs> That'd be great, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's not doing anything right now. Would be the time to do it, even if you could do it on Skype. You know, get that's true. Yeah, yeah. He's, not really he's already caught it one time. He's not going to risk it again. So, right, right, yeah. What the hell would you ask Tom Hanks anyway? It'd be like that Saturday Night Live skit with Chris Farley, where he was like interviewing people. So you were, you were <laughs> he was like, well, before or after I did Bosom Buddies, I can't remember. Oh yeah, right, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I believe that's going to – anybody has anything else real quick here? We've been on here for quite a while, but we will definitely have to do this again. I think that we're kind of back for at least a little while. Well, that's good. I'm glad to see it. You guys have been uh, off having – don't you both have grandkids now, I think, at this point? I almost I mean, do. I should. <laughs> I got to brood. I was going through some uh, old photos on that, and I, there was some photos of us at one of the conventions, and that feels like a million years ago. It's just like, remember that one show in Kentucky where it was a fright night, and they held it in that fucking place that was a million goddamn degrees? <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget that as long as I live. <laughs> That, yeah, that was bad. Roger Corman was there, though, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That had him in the air-conditioned room, though. Yeah, we, we moved over to the Sleep Inn, I think is what it was, or the Park Inn or something like that, because the hotel that the convention center was attached to was a shithole beyond belief. And everyone moved over there, and then they, they didn't have air conditioning in the, in the fucking convention center. They just had these big fans which all they did was just blow steaming hot air in your face. So I would. I it would was not French air sweat. either. I would break out into a sweat walking in to go to Synapse's table. And it's just like, ugh. It was, well, I, I, that was miserable. You uh, know, that nothing adds to the ambiance of a convention like no air conditioning. <laughs> that, well, the, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That place smells so Convention thing, man. That's going to be, I, I mean, with everything going on, like, Evidently, Days of the Dead's doing a damn show this weekend. I have no idea how that's going to work. I mean, what? Yeah, the other Indianapolis. I think they're doing it. Right. Yeah, Almost everybody canceled except for like Tony Moran and Warrington Gillette and like people like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's not a good idea to do. They they should cancel that. But like, as far as like Horror Hound and all those shows we used to do, like. I there, I don't know when that's going to be back to normal. You know, it's probably going to be at least another year or so. It won't be for a while. Yeah, it's 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 sad, but it's uh, you know, it's just the way things are right now. It's just unfortunate. I really, it sucks because I'm I've missed seeing a lot of people and you know, staring at these four walls after a while. It's just like I'd like to see somebody. <laughs> you know, it's just at some point. But it's it's yeah. you know, we're doing what we have to do to stay safe. So. Well, that's what I was. I was telling Sarah. I was like, "This is probably the worst year in the history of the United States, and we're living it." You know, I mean, with all that's yeah. going on, so you kind of got to say we're fortunate, you know, to be able to work from home and do stuff. And yeah, I mean, we've we've been under the weather, but it's it's one of those situations where I think we just, I think we'd all feel a lot better if we just saw an end date. If we knew that by a certain date, okay, we can get back. To, this is fine. But we don't know. We're just we're just all sitting here like, uh, hopefully at some point. But if we all knew that by December first everything will be fine, I think we'd be better off. Oh yeah. Luckily, you know, in the middle of all this, we have uh, the kind of leadership that will guide us through such as a national pandemic, because you know, yeah, yeah, need that, and we yes. have it. I, yeah. I I I I feel that one hundred. Yeah. Not at all. Is there a rambling, incoherent child in charge of this pandemic? No, our leadership has been top-notch, and it has trickled down from the top to us, and we we are good. 
nothing wrong here. Move along. Oh, it's like, nope, nothing wrong here. <laughs> Looky lose. It's all. That's as political as we can get here. That's yeah. Because I don't think we like. It's at the point where you shouldn't really have to even say anything. I mean, just no. turn the news on. I know, or don't turn the news on is the case maybe. Yeah. Be, but right, I'll try not to. So. But, but yeah, listen, guys. Uh, I'm glad to hear, see that you guys are back. I think this is great. You guys have been gone too long. I've missed having uh, missed having you guys. I mean, I'm a big fan of Rumor Radio, so I'm glad you're back. And uh, thank you, Mike. Son oh, of I'm a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I We're forgot about right that. Then you brought it up. <laughs> Made it fucking Ronda Awards. That little oh god. Oh yeah, that's right. You, you now that you're back, you'll requalify for losing another Rondo Award. That's great. I mean, that's the Rondo Awards. Well, COVID will probably put an end to that. They won't be at Rondo Awards next year. So, thank God, we'll just lose it via online. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, see, that's yeah great. they do the online you've version. Expedi you've, you've expedited the losing process. That's good. That's a really good way to do it. That's not, that's yeah. awesome. So yeah. That, yeah, I forgot how much fun I had ribbing you guys about that. I'm gonna, I'm looking forward to doing. That again. Well, you know, like, um, I think after we quit doing the show, we were still on the ballot somehow. You were for a while. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. I don't know if they really, if they really pay close attention to that anyway. So. Yeah, so, that, yeah, that, that was nice. It was like, dip it, may take, uh, may take another three or four years, and we'll, we'll quit doing the show again, and then we'll be back on there. So. Yeah, exactly. Then they'll take you off. It's like, oh, no, I haven't fucking done so. But I remember they would, always, they would always list you as, like, they would always list, like, the podcast – and then, like, a little brief description after that. And then, like, yours was, like, dipit.com, hillbilly whore from Kentucky. <laughs> I was like, shit. I mean, that kind of sums it up. Yeah, I guess, yeah, to some degree. But it's just like, damn. I don't need to say inbred sister fucking halfwits that come from fucking, <laughs> wow. I would have wrote that. That would have been amazing. I was like, damn, that was, that's harsh. I was like, you know. Oh, they work in the mines. Fuck them. And it's just like, you know, just like, what the fuck is this? But yeah, so no, but it's, I'm glad, I'm glad that I was able to come back on tonight, guys. And uh, it's good to see you guys back up. Yeah, and we'll, doing. Uh, we'll definitely have to do this again. It's always fun. And um, yeah, hopefully it won't be another four and a half years and we'll get you back on and talk about sports stuff. Oh, definitely. Later on in the summer, I'll have some much, definitely some more stuff to talk about for sure. So let's make sure to do this again. Sure. All right. We'll Just definitely do it. Quick. What now? I'll wait on it. A scoop. scoop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, do I have a scoop I can give you? No. Oh, shit. Well, we'll get a scoop next time. Promise us a scoop of some sort. And we know it can't be screen paper. I absolutely promise you a scoop for next time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did get, we kind of got a scoop. You know, he didn't deny that the the feature length documentary for the Tales from Dark Side movie was, you know, that's totally going to happen. Yeah, so we'll we'll send that out. That'll be part of the press release for the show. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> your, buddy, your buddy Cliff will cut you. He'll send you a message. You. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Or you'll, or you, or and if something comes out that screen you don't like from screen you'll just put, uh, uh, offer to put it back in a box and shit in the box and mail it to them. Right. Yeah. I remember when we were getting shit from Screen Factory. You got, and then we did all that shit. They, 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 they did not like that. that. They did yeah. not like that yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we did. I remember, 
we're under good graces. We did give them uh, one of our interviews for the Silent Night, Deadly Night DVD back in the day, or the oh. Blu-ray. So I was good. Maybe we can get it back on a senior list. I got an email from someone at Speed Fetch. I was like, who is this guy who's going to say he's going to shit in a box and mail it to us? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that sounds like something Wes would do. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, was, yeah you got to be honest, though. Like, that was not a good... That was not a good PR move on their part, asking people to send those sets back back in the day. Take it was while. also not a good fucking good. PR move on your part. It got us cut yeah, off yeah. the tree factory, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. I agree with you on some degree, though, the way that was handled, but then you up the ante by like, well, if that they thought that was a bad PR move, here's a really bad PR move. <laughs> As he always say, we don't burn bridges. Really oh, shit in a box and mail it to I would feel bad if somebody actually did that. I gotta be honest. Oh, I gotta God. be honest with you. I laughed so hard when I saw he typed put that in a oh shit in a box and mail it. <laughs> so, so, I was laughing. And at the same time, I'm trying to be sympathetic to the screen. It was just like, yeah, you're right. That was a horrible thing to say. But <laughs> it's so funny. I just <laughs> love the idea that there's like a meeting about this where somebody's like, yeah. hey, you know these guys are toast. They're going to shit in the box. Yeah, you always picture like a big conference table. It's like, who's this guy who said he was going to, quote, shit in a box and mail it to us? Find out who this don't anybody open your mail for the next six months. Yeah, you know, especially oh, boxes from Kentucky. Don't open any boxes from Kentucky. That's the oh, best part of the show is that there's you know there's people like that that are like corporate types that have had to deal with something to do with us at yeah. some point. Oh god. Oh, well, it's beautiful. Some kind of way out of here Say the joker to the thief There's too much confusion I can't get no relief Businessman there Who drink my wine Come and take my earth Hi, this is Don Bay Jr. from Synapse Films, and you're listening to Dead Pit Radio. And we're back with some extra juicy stuff, stories, and convention goings-ons. Stuff, story the more, baby. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we were talking about this earlier. That is a great interview with Slippy, though, by the way. If you want to check his website out, it is redshirtpictures.com. Pretty much all the big, you know... Uh, Vestron Video, Screen Factory, Arrow Video. He even did the new Creep Show uh, TV series, season one. 
He should sell red shirts on his website. That would be smart. Just buy plain red shirts. Yep. And get them cheap. So. I'm an idea man, I tell you. Big thing I wanted to talk about, because we didn't really, we touched on it earlier with uh, Felcher. The convention that's coming up this weekend, and I don't know, and Steve and I was talking about this. I'm surprised that they're allowed to do this. Um, Days of the Dead. Of course, it is Days of the Dead that's doing this show. Um, at the Marriott Center in Indianapolis this weekend. Um, it runs through July 17th. That's today through the 19th. That's Sunday, supposedly. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. Um, but one real quick thing, because Steve did not check this video out. I posted from... Um, Jason from Friday the 13th part two for literally three seconds. Warrington Gillette, he's one of the guys that's going to be there and he cut a little promo, which it, <laughs> it, it, it is not effect as effective with the audio, but it's still pretty funny. I want to see if we can play that on here. See how high tech we can get. Woo. Hi, I'm Warrington Gillette. I'm Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th, part two, and I'm coming to Days of the Dead, Indianapolis, July 17th, July 19th. You be there. Come by. Looking forward to seeing the best dead fans. You come by. We'll have machetes, masks, memorabilia, and keep your distance and be safe and stay out of the woods. Stay out of the woods, Steve. Yes. And you come by. Uh huh. Give me some money. <laughs> you got to watch the video, though. The video of it. Did you hear that pretty good? Uh, be honest, I didn't hear. I didn't hear anything. You did? <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, sir. I didn't hear one word. Well, the fans will hear it. I think it recorded. So. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Okay. <laughs> We're not that high tech yet. I'm still in Eastern Kentucky, so mullets yeah. are mullets never did go out of style here. But anyway, Days of the Dead indie. They've had pretty much, I would say, at least seventy percent of the celebrities have canceled. Um, there's still hundreds of people dying of COVID a day, at least. I don't know. I haven't kept up with it, but there's still, I mean, this, this virus is still ongoing. It's definitely not even on the downward slope yet. I don't think. No. Well, they're saying this is the second wave is about to, to kick into the gear. Yeah. But I want to go through who's here or who's going to be at the show. Supposedly they haven't canceled as of yet. You got Scout Taylor straight out of Compton from Rob Zombie's Halloween and Halloween 2. Amelia Kincaid, uh, Angela from uh, Night of Demons. Andrew Devoff from The Wishmaster and uh, Toy Soldiers. That was my favorite movie he was ever in. Um, David Naughton from uh, American Werewolf in London. Warren you Gillette, you come by, but, stay, but keep your distance. Uh, C.J. Graham, Friday the 13th, Part 6. Tom McLaughlin, Director, Part 6. Tyler Maine, also Rob Zombie's Halloween. Miko Hughes, Pet Cemetery. Uh, Sammy Terry, the fourth, is going to be there. 
Tony, <laughs> Tony Moran is going to be there. And that leads us to, uh, there's all kinds of drama online right now between Sean Clark and Tony Moran, which Tony Moran kind of brought it upon. Like he was, there's a, if you go on his Facebook page, he made like the longest post ever was. And I had three or four people message me about that today. It was like, oh man, look what he's saying about Sean Clark. I was like, I've heard so many stories over the years about Tony Moran to know that you do not believe one damn word that guy says. <laughs> so that's, I mean, <laughs> you could just look at how many, like this guy is doing fucking haunted houses now, a haunted house appearances now. And this is the first convention that I've seen him even advertise that in years. Well, I mean, it, I, I have no clue how, I mean, Horror Hound pretty much had to cancel their indie uh, convention that was later, I think it, later this year, or I, I don't yeah. know, it was sometime. Yeah, it, it was in September, it, right? That's normally in September. Yeah, so it's like, what the, f I mean, I don't know. Exactly. Well, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. It, it might be a bad day in the neighborhood for days of the dead. It's just, it's not a smart decision. I mean, I understand that they're probably going to lose money and I know that that guy does not like to lose money, but that's ridiculous. Well, it's like someone I mean, said that they got all this money from the ticket sales and they've done spin it. Oh, I guarantee it. It's so like they that, can't, probably. if they cancel, then they're, you know, they're done, you know, that, so they have to go through with it, but I guess maybe if they get shut down, then they they can blame it on that. So, I mean, the guest like Rico Browning is going to be there. That guy's got to be in his eighties. It's not very yeah. safe for him to be around a bunch of people, I wouldn't think. Um. So okay, we can go through some of the cancellations now, which I mean, there's a couple more people. Um. Lisa Loring from Adam's family is going to be there. Skeet Ulrich, Julian Sands from fucking Warlock. Who gives a shit? <laughs> but the cancellations are you. Okay. They have it on the website is Dab, Dabiel Harris. I guess it's Danielle Harris. <laughs> uh, Catherine Hicks from Child's Play. Uh, the Knights of Wren. I, I think that's like Star Wars Knights or yeah. something like that. Barbara Eden, Felissa Rose, D. Wallace, Christina Klebb, Felix Sela, which I had no idea that guy was even still alive. Yeah. Richard Dreyfus, who was the guest, one of the big guests, he canceled. Kevin Yeager yeah. was also another uh, bigger guest that canceled. Don Well, um, who the hell is that? Don, Don Wells Don. from uh, Gilligan's Island. Oh, okay. Uh, well, it's but she, I thought she was like, you know, either got like dementia or something. I don't know. Yeah, she's <laughs> got to be getting up there in age too. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, Brad, Brad, and Fiona Duruf, they're not making their uh, appearance either. So <laughs> I think they added a few people. Like Tony Todd's going to be there, um, but they don't have them on the website yet. So I am really interested in seeing what goes down at this show. I mean, this is so, this is very, I would say irresponsible. And for me to call somebody irresponsible, <laughs> that's sort of a big deal, you know, because this would be 
I don't know for sure, but it seems like it would be one of the biggest gatherings in the country since all this started. I mean, if they go, because I mean, they can't really, they got rooms at my work where only two people can be in there, maximum. So I I cannot see how they're going to have a couple hundred people in there. Me either. I don't know um, how that's going to work too, because I don't know if Indiana is the same way as the state of Kentucky, but all the, like pretty much all the major stores and everything now is requiring a mask. Right. So, So if you're going in there and I've been to enough conventions to know that it's going to be warm in there at least. Right. The mask might help you from the smell. (laughs) <laughs> but it's going to be hard to breathe, man, in there. And you, the meet and greets, how in the hell does that work? You're going to take professional photos, photo ops. Oh You're going to throw down $80 or whatever they charge for photo ops now to take a picture of um, Tony Todd in a mask and you in a mask. Right. It's just a horrible, horrible idea to go forward with this. And there's always going to be people... You know, there's going to be people on either side, but at the end of the day, if you really responsibly look at the situation, just cut your losses and cancel it because there's nothing good that's going to come out of, even if it's a couple thousand people that shows up and are all frequenting this little convention area, which at the end of the day, it don't matter how big it is, it's still a confined area for that many people. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be stuck in those hallways, going by, I, I guess, vendors and tables. and be it, it, Places like that, I mean, I, I've been up to that convention, and it, I mean, normally it's c- completely packed, and you have to go with the herd to get around something. So I just don't understand. I mean, it, I, I, it, it, there's got to be, there's going to be something where they're going to have to make a bunch of people wait until some people come out. Like, mm-hmm. a, like, a, like the farm marshal did. It, there's going to be something. Right. And then that's going to piss off a ton of people. Yeah. Because especially if it's hot out, if it's going to be in nineties, and people got to stand outside in a line or whatever and wait to get in. Whatever the capa- capacity of that room is, it's one third of that, right? Wouldn't that? I would imagine, yeah. Okay. So, may, might not be like two hundred people in a big one of those big ballrooms, and that's as many people as you can get in there. Well, you know, I, I just I don't know. It, it's just a weird, uh, a weird, weird thing. Yeah, to think I'm, that's a, uh, to even try to do this right now is it's a is it's crazy. a disaster, and I'm kind of like anxiously awaiting what the I'm going to be checking that Facebook page out all day because yeah. it's just a disaster. <laughs> like it's just, it's a train wreck, is what it is, you know. And um, and let me tell you this: like the other shows, um, the Horror Hound, and you know, I don't know if Rue Morgue still does a show or. Mad Monster, whoever else is doing these shows now. I don't know. I don't go to them hardly anymore. It's going to be year or longer before one of those guys have a show. You know why? Because they actually give a shit about the fans. Enough to say, hey, 
we don't need to line our pockets with money. We need to protect our, because their fan without their fans, you know, if they die off because of this, they're not going to be able to do shows ever again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I know I saw something on Facebook that Whorehound's doing some type of virtual convention, but I, I really didn't see it. I mean, I don't know if that's just for, maybe they're doing some like panels and, yeah. virtual panels and then maybe some films i'm not sure maybe you have to pay for them because i've seen other conventions do that where you would uh especially a film festival you pay so much and then you can uh watch ever watch the films that they're screening yeah i don't know how well something like that work out but i know that uh they um there's a wrestling group on facebook called the asylum have you followed them at all Mm, no what they do is they kind of do like an autograph meet and greet thing oh yeah i remember you reading or seeing that yeah um they've done like the nasty boys jake the snake roberts kevin nash people like that so you can pay like 60 dollars and get an autograph like funko pop and you get to actually like go on (laughs) zoom or whatever and talk with them and you can see them signing your they got Funko Pops of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, it's a two pack. <laughs> well, nasty of course, I don't want Jerry Sags by himself. <laughs> no, I but think uh, Jake the Snake has a Funko Pop, and uh, Big Daddy Cool does. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, I just wanted to mention that because I think that that's just ridiculous. That um, you know, Days of the Dead is doing this, um, and they're getting away with it somehow. I don't know how that it didn't get shut down. Well, we'll see. I mean, it ain't started yet. So, I mean, I just, something's going to happen. Either they're going to shut it down or they're going to, uh, it's surprising like the local news haven't got on that. And then like saying how stupid this idea is of you doing this, but no, I mean, that is kind of surprising, but we'll just have to wait and see. It is happening right now this weekend. So Check out Days of the Dead Facebook for all the latest live drama to see if they get shut down. Mm-hmm. And I think they may. Shut the hell down. I want to shut this shit down now. <laughs> Everybody Y'all out. Pack them up. You ain't selling your spooky bullshit this weekend. Get out of here. Get your damn teddy bears with wax on them out of here. Sell your little pins and your nipple clamps and all that shit some other time. <laughs> <laughs> your titty covers <laughs> yeah the vendors too i mean what vent like i should have asked felcher if he knew that uh if synapse or any of them was coming oh i i really doubt it yeah but i mean i i'm just guessing but i don't know i just doubt i know don my junior ain't gonna be there but you know Don yeah. Jr. is a big germaphobe so there's no way in hell he's he's probably <laughs> gonna be like another two years before he comes back He'll send Jerry out for him. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It'd be Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> he put Jerry in the line of fire. Yeah. So, but yeah, I guess that's it for the show. Um, just wanted to do a little um, quick, you know, uh, spot on the Days of the Dead show because that is, haven't heard a whole lot of people mention that, but the whole thing with Sean Clark and um, Tony Moron started it up and a lot more people are kind of talking about it now but um days of covid 
That'd be a good name for it, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can get Sean Clark to, to work on a Days of COVID t-shirt for his uh, t-shirt <laughs> company. So, Also, I uh, just wanted to mention, too, that the podcast form, I think we're going to try to do this at least once a month, the podcast version. So keep us updated on if you think that's a cool idea. Um, we're trying to keep it to where we don't get burnt out on doing this sort of thing. And I think one show a month is easily doable, you know? So, but we're, all the podcast stuff is now up on, um, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google podcasts, Apple podcasts. Um, so I'm trying to, yeah, get the, get the, get the word out, baby. Deadpit.com is where it's at. Right, yeah. So. Soon to be the uh, the out of the pit documentary in, a, in about a year or two. Shh, keep that shit. <laughs> filming it. On Start our, me, damn it. Filming it on our iPhones. <laughs> yeah, completely. We could easily do that. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, have you got anything you want to mention on here, Steve? That we haven't talked about before we go. Nah. I don't think so. I mean, I uh, got a new show. It'll probably be out maybe next week or so. And Steve's show is actually up on the you know the feed as well. We're doing that too, so more people can check that show out. Because i got to be honest with you, I'm kind of entertained with what, what the hell you all watch. <laughs> okay. As long as you don't cover your damn phone up with your arm. I try. You unprofessional motherfucker. I know. I'm, I was tempted to watch. I've been watching a lot of videos about podcasting and it get one of these big expensive mics and all that but yeah maybe i might do that you can take the piss owl approach yeah i was looking his shit up he's got oh. on uh, on the piss owls youtube uh, but you can check him out i'm sure everybody already has because you know he's got quite a few followers on there but uh he's got like a microphone that's 300 dollars and the webcam it's oh, like 150 300 dollars I'm fine with using the same shit I've used for the last 15 years. As long as it's still working and it seems to sound good to me, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not down with, you know, that's a waste of money, man. If you got shit that works. So yeah, I'm not going to go crazy. If I get it, I'm not going to go crazy spending a couple hundred dollars. No. So anyway, um, yeah, check all that stuff out. Leave us some, uh, I'd like to get some new reviews on the YouTube or not YouTube. Well, follow us on YouTube too. We've got a YouTube page too on Dead Pit on Dead Pit YouTube. But um, the <laughs> iTunes uh, review, give us some new reviews on iTunes because it's been a long time since we've had any reviews on there. Um, and give that, us some stars. That definitely Five, helps. Four, yeah, four. yeah. And uh, just show show us some support. We're going to be having some uh, other stuff coming out in a little bit. Um, videos all that good stuff so maybe we can get steve to do some videos on the youtube page too sure yeah so i'll any- uh, review some uh, some of the movies uh, some of those jallos from uh severin uh lindsey yeah see now that's something that, uh, that you can do that um i would there was no way i would ever do that that's just your thing the giallo thing so maybe you can come up yep. with a name like the giallo corner or baklava with SD3B. <laughs> we'll see. All right. I'll think of something. 
All right. Well, we're going to get out of here, but we appreciate everybody checking the show out and we will be back sometime in the near future. Steve's going to have a new show up here in a little bit and stay tuned to the website. Over at Dead Pit. Got Wasted forever, ferocious as stone.